Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I uh, spent uh, more than 40 years teaching on a university campus. As all of my podcast listeners surely know, um, and it was the most competitive uh, uh, such program. It was easier to get into, the, that is to say, the screenwriting program in the film school where I worked. Uh, was harder to get into than the medical school at uh, Harvard in terms of how many available slots there were next to um, how many qualified applications uh, there were. So the people who got in were really, 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 really good good writers and smart, smart people. I was really privileged to work with, with great, great, great artists who have enjoyed enormous success. And hey, you know, student success is the teacher's success too, right? I mean, it's something to brag about, and you're, you're hearing me brag about it right now. Uh, so, um, uh, um, uh, really, really, really uh, smart, smart writers, but sometimes too smart for their own good. I've seen writers outsmart themselves, getting into their heads with strategizing and representation and all these issues and forgetting about the that it's all meaningless if you don't have the first issue settled. And what is that? That is story. You got to have a good story. If you have a really, really good story, I don't know. It's like a good melody. You just can't hold it back. It's going to come out somehow or other, somewhere or other. And but you better not forget that that's what it's about. If you don't have that, what do you got? You got nothing anyway. Um. Uh. uh I was enjoying uh, some success uh, fresh out of the uh, UCL, USC film school. I was a student there during that glorious era, and um, there was a freelance screenwriting market, and uh, I was busy in it. I was kind of the go-to guy for, um, uh, uh, it felt like, um, adolescent coming-of-age stories, loss of innocence, rite of passage. Uh, um, I did a whole bunch of bunch of projects like that that were based on other people's notions and um, experiences and so on and I was hired to to write based on their idea and and uh, you know based on their their material and 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 uh, um, uh, oh who knows what the material could be it could be a rewrite of an, an another script um, but I really did long uh, to uh, uh, you know, for, to, to write something that was original of my own and not not be kind of like shaping and molding other people's stuff. Now, doing that is creative. It's challenging, and and uh, and no, I've, and I've done it repeatedly, and I respect uh, uh, good work done that way. But more fun to work on your own stuff. Come on, you don't need to be a, a tenured professor to figure that out. Um, I've got a spaniel who died like eleven years ago. To knows that even now today, she knows it. Anyway, um, uh, uh, there was a lull in the uh, in the screenwriting uh, racket for me. Uh, suddenly, there was a period that just went went quiet. I wasn't getting work, but I I made much more money than I needed, and I'd, I'd understood as a writer, you know, up to that point, uh, that uh, what I needed to do with that money was buy. Time, that was what the money was for, to be able to uh, not get distracted by a day job, but but um, uh, be first and always and at the core of 
of your professional life uh, a writer. Uh, nobody else is going to take you seriously in that way if you don't take yourself seriously that that way. And uh, so I had to sit down and write something. And what I did was v- not smart and savvy, but kind of dumb. Uh, really, really naive. I wrote a novel. I wrote my first novel. Now my my third novel is about to be published. It is published. Dead lamp, deadpan, deadpan. At at, at the, the time that I'm recording this uh, podcast, early February, uh, 2024. Um, uh, it's actually available now. Uh, you go to richardwalter.com, and right up there, uh, you'll see something about the book and a, a link to click, which will let you buy it from. Uh, the publisher, it'll be on, uh, maybe by the time you hear this uh, podcast, it'll be, be available on Amazon. That's coming up soon and bookstores and, and everywhere else. Um, uh, but that first novel, that first novel was really, really naive of me to write. It's, um, I mean, the novel market was even even more grim than the screenwriting market. Always a very competitive uh, market, but... Uh, uh, Gee, very few first novels were being published by serious publishers. And, um, uh, you know, commercially meaningful professional publishers. Um, and writing a novel was really, 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 really uh, naive. But that's what I did. Uh, and when it was, uh, uh, that was just the first part of my naivete, when it was only about 165 pages, double space typed um a typescript of uh, of such length uh, I, I i suddenly felt it was done and uh, that's just too short for a book that would only come out like 115 120 pages uh, you know in print 130 uh, you know my new novel is cons- is kind of short at 250 pages um so it wasn't really ready to show, but naively and stupidly, I showed it. I showed it to a, a friend of mine from film school. I'd known this guy. He, he'd become a producer. He was a classmate in film school, and he became a producer at some studios um, that was interested in this, in, in, in maybe developing something with original by me in a uh, coming-of-age story. Um, and But nothing had ever come of it. And uh, so here I was... Co- I had some time to do something. I thought, maybe I'll do that. And I'd check out with him what was going on. He happened at the time to be the head of United Artists. He recommended it to a um, uh, 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 an agent in New York uh, at the Venerable Paul Reynolds Agency, ancient, ancient uh, agency uh, that represented writers like Jack London, uh, um, oh, I don't know, Theodore Dreiser. I mean, uh, you know, Sinclair Lewis. This, this, these are really major, major voices in in American literature throughout American history. And um, uh, I never did hear from the agency, uh, from the agent at the agency, never mind what his name is. But um, one day I called Steve Bach, the head of United Artists, my friend who had made the connection. And he said, what do you want send a call on me? studio head call him so i did i called the agent at the at the agency and he said you know uh, oh thank you uh, for for calling i i did read the barry and the persuasions 
title of the book. And I liked it. As a matter of fact, we have an offer from Warner, but well, you're never going to get mad at anybody who tells you that they got a major publisher to buy your first book, but clearly he never even read the thing. He got it was referred by Steve Bach, a smart guy, also the head of UA. Got to be worth a look. So Sight Unseen sends it over to when some editor at Warner's, and she buys it. She reads it and buys it. So I'm paying this guy for, for little else uh, than being a traffic cop, directing this this way, that that way, not really contributing uh, creatively to the enter- enterprise at all. Ah, but as I've said before, it's a privilege even merely to be mistreated uh, in Hollywood. Thanks for listening. Uh, the, the message again, uh, the lesson again, I've tell you is your friend. Don't be smart. Be kind of dumb. It's dumb. It's kind of crazy what we do. Thanks again for listening. To get real with Richard Walker, please, please subscribe on Substack and, Minis- uh, uh, and, and Medium and do uh, uh, share episodes with friends on social media. Uh, go to richardwalker.com and buy uh, my humble new novel, Deadpan, and come on back and listen to me next time. <laughs>